So there is a new theme song that I've created. Yes. Should I play it now and then you guys, as if it's, you're, you know, hearing it and then you can hear yes. it? Or do you want to just be surprised when it comes out? Wait, is this, did you create this song or did you just find it? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I created it. Oh my it. God, this is going to be so bad. I can't wait. Did you take my, <laughs> did you take my Abitha Franklin story arc and like go become a DJ? <laughs> <laughs> what were those words? <laughs> Ibiza, the number one party island. Duh. Exactly. That because DJ names are like normally like puns or something like that, or the the younger people are doing that. So instead of Aretha Franklin, it's Ibiza Franklin. Oh my god! Mm. Yes, because the her hit song is "Respect Us." R e f p p e f p. Oh god. Get it? This is <laughs> no. this is gonna this is gonna suck so bad. Oh my god. Cut it. That joke plays so much better in DC. It plays so much better in DC. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We still joke about it. Okay. I'm gonna play it. I wanna hear it. And then Yeah, I wanna hear it, man. I'm pumped. Alright. Cheap beer theme, here we go. Version one. The cheap beer league boys are a little concerned. The Cheap Beer League boys are a little concerned. The Cheap Beer League boys are a little concerned. The Cheap Beer League boys are a little concerned. A little concerned. To fantasy football and to the weekly podcast. Concerned about what? We're going to find out on that episode. I'm actually impressed. Nothing's wrong with a discount rack. You know how you roll, Brandon. The discount rack. <laughs> I was hoping that was Let's Go, Brandon. I mean, as cheap as they are. <laughs> cheap beer boys. Cheap, cheap beer boys. Cheap beer boys. Hope you like the show. I loved it. Nice, Dustin. Nice. No notes. That was wild. I fucking loved it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have plenty of notes, but I feel like. It would be a detriment to give those notes. So I'm not. <laughs> I like that we're concerned. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just in general, I'm so, we're concerned. I'm so concerned. <laughs> I got to figure out how to work that into my intro. I'll think about it. That's funny. That's really good, Dustin. Look I at you. I loved it. That was a bored Tuesday night. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sean hasn't put any together any of our goddamn merchandise. Fucking logos. Fucking just come on, dude. <laughs> Dustin's here creating art and Sean's sitting on it I think he's sitting on the trophy <laughs> sharp I think our Russian and UK audience is really going to appreciate not only the new intro but the branding as well I think it's yeah, it's, it's true it's on brand it's global it's true what a segue you were clearly a professional by the way that was that was solid Thank you. I mean, <laughs> I, I do feel like we need to take a step back here and introduce ourselves. You know, it is the season premiere and we've been recording for 10 minutes. And uh, oh, okay. if, if you're in the first episode, you don't know who's who and uh, you're already falling behind. So uh, with that being said, welcome into what are we at? Season nine. Holy shit. Of the Cheap Beer League. Season 35 Maybe if we want to give that last half season, the first half season of the podcast where we discuss fantasy football, we throw in some cheap beer references. Uh, we mm-hmm. have audio 
a theme song, potential logo, worldwide listenership. Um, so, so tag along this year because it's going to be a doozy. And tonight we have a motley cast of crew, um, like we always do, with one special guest uh, who you've probably already heard. <laughs> it's hard not to. So in the upper left-hand corner of my meeting, I've got the sweat rag, the one and only sweat rag, Kimball. How are we doing out in Cali? Doing good, man. Uh, air in, in the air conditioning, doing our best to survive. I, I, I do want to mention, too, in your lovely introduction, this is also a family-friendly podcast. So gather the children around the, around the laptop put, b- 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 before you put them to bed, get the fire going, maybe clean up mm. the dinner dishes, and you get to listen to these three fucking fuckers talk about some fucking <laughs> fantasy football. So, And if you, if you stick around long enough, you'll hear my rant on how I hate how I'm only getting matched with subpar Tinder people. So there's Tinder women, I should say. <laughs> so I should be specific for the audience. Yes. The more specific and graphic, the better, I feel. Please. It, it <laughs> teaches the family everything. That, um, uh, I couldn't think of a good adjective. A delicious sounding voice. Uh, sumptuous, uh, soulful Alluring. tunes. Uh, is the one and only Brian Roach. Brian. Did we give you a nickname in your previous incarnations on this lovely podcast? I don't know if I had an official nickname. I think, you know, just having a built-in nickname Coital. from the moment I met you folks, either Coitus or Roach. Uh, <laughs> I love Coital. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's a joke that I thought would last, you know, about two weeks, and I've been able to stretch it for nine seasons of fantasy football. So, uh, Network TV is the best, right? That, isn't that what they all do? No, of course. Yeah. Uh, but now it's streaming and everything. And of course, those like British and Canadian rules. You're seeing about six episode seasons, maybe four or five or yeah, four or five seasons in total. But yeah, we're going to outlast them. Oh, yeah. But, but wonderful to be here. Glad to be here. I'm really excited for the season, actually. You know, I don't feel <laughs> impending doom for the first time in really eight seasons. Oh, you should. Didn't you lose your second round pick? You should. You should. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, man. I love the positivity. We're sticking with it this year. Big it theme. is July. Would be would be depressing to already be down on your luck in July. Oh, I am. We haven't even got to mo- <laughs> most <laughs> mock drafts. Um, well, uh, the last person who has been waiting very patiently, shoulders glistening in the sunlight. New tattoo reverberating. Ooh, yeah, the oh, new tattoo is reverberating fun. off the screen, pulsating. Lovely. With he excitement. puts the try in triceps. It's uh, <laughs> Dustin, a little moist. But <laughs> moist towelette. <laughs> I forget what it was. Yeah, little moist towelette. I think by the end of last season, it ended up being big sausage, little finger, little sausage, <laughs> sweat rag, moist towelette. Sylvia. Yeah, I mean, you just called me sweat rag for half the time. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's hard to keep all these white male nicknames straight. You know? <laughs> it's a hard life to live. You just call me whitey. Whitey. All right, Whitey. How are you doing? How's DC treating you? Oh, DC is great. It's hot. It's humid, heavy, uh, and the sun doesn't go down almost ever. Nice. nice. Is that metaphorically or? Oh, uh, no. No, the sun has set. The metaphorical sun has set. <laughs> it's 822 and the sun's still up, so that's why my shoulders are glistening. They are. Uh-huh. Taking advantage of the natural light myself. I don't have a glisten like you do, but I am enjoying the natural light. 
you do have a lot of nice windows around you. Yeah, that's a lovely setup. I didn't even ask you, uh, Coital Roach. How's how's Portland? Portland, Portland's great. Of course, you know we have the the continuous battle of rising prices, but that just means more people like Maine, and I guess there's some good in that. Um, but no, seriously, city's good. Fun summer. Nice. How do you feel about all those uh, expats moving up to the big city in Portland? Are you accepting them? Are you telling them to go home? I'm torn because, again, you know, the prices thing, but I, too, am someone who grew up in suburban Massachusetts, born in Boston proper, and have found my way here. So it's I'm really torn about it, but... Yeah, just as long as uh, as long as there ain't uh, you know all these chain restaurants and and uh, Olive Gardens popping up, then we'll be fine. If I see a goddamn Applebee's, I'm losing my mind. That's fucking right. That's why we have South Portland. <laughs> <laughs> Sopo, a little uh, city geography for all you folks that are thinking about moving on up there. Uh, maybe avoid the price hikes, but. Um lovely review of a great time in a northern city i do want to sorry to interrupt brandon but i would like to point out that at about 15 minutes in we've alienated every single potential new listener who's expecting a fantasy football <laughs> podcast They're like i don't want to fucking listen to these four morons talk about their own <laughs> well, i'm falling asleep <laughs> depends on how captivating we what are. are you talking about most most podcasts have like uh ads at the beginning they talk about where they're touring we're just talking about our lives i feel like that's a normal that's fair banter and we're doing ads for our home our home cities so there you that's go right yeah state sponsored baby <laughs> portland more weed than beer now um all right but with that in mind uh it's a good point um sweat rag let's move into everyone's favorite segment because it allows all of us to talk headlines from the potters Jeffrey. Yo. Your headline has two exclamation points, which is two more than how excited I anyone am. else's, and it does not have any sub-bullets. So let's start with you. Well, I don't want to do sub-bullets because I'm leaving everything for a surprise. Sounds like a dig at me. Yeah. And also, my, uh, my excitement is a little diminished because of Dustin's awesome theme song. I would probably go down to one exclamation point because it kind of uh, – <clears throat> sorry, I'm going to sit up. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Leaning forward. My back was hurting. Shut up. <laughs> um, so I came up with a really cool theme. I think it'd be awesome. Prohibition. We're going to be cheap beer, colon, forbidden nectar, dash, prohibition. And we're going to have Love the it. bootlegger division and the speakeasy division. And Brandon has to do a transatlantic accent during the pod. Which is mainly the real reason I wanted to do it. Is that just him going, look here, see? Hey. You have to work on that. Yeah. But I was initially thinking there would be like a real sexy 1920s jazz song to take us in. But now we have to do Dustin's awesome song. So. I'm concerned about the musical clash we're dealing with here. <laughs> this will divide us. This will divide the pod irreparably. I'll just have to work on a swing version. Ooh. But maybe that'll be in, back here in time for the playoffs. We'll see. <laughs> Can Tim sing that one? 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. Instead of Scott? He can like cabaret talk over the music. I love it. Uh, but that's my that's my headline. The cheap bear boys are a little concerned, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. See, I'm telling you, this is this is a hit already. I love it. I love it too. Something something to think about, mainly just kickstarting the theme discussion. Hopefully we come up with one before our next pod, which I'm assuming will be after the draft. Maybe one more before, depending. But anyway, that's so that's my two cents. That's what I've been cooking up since the, we, we had our last pod in, what, January or something like that. So. It was. Long, dark spring. A lot of brain power went into that. I love it. I love it a lot. Um, we'll put it up to a poll for both the listeners and our social uh, feeds, as well as uh, um, the league itself. It's better than my theme idea, which was the East India Trading Company. <laughs> so I guess we can just throw that one in the trash. Yeah, I know. We, we did ships last year. That's true. That's a good point. If if I win by some miracle the championship this year, I I would like the theme for, for 2023 to be obviously coital related. You know, you can have the key party division, the swingers division, <laughs> Tinder Cup. <laughs> There are only two divisions. <laughs> no, the, t- the Tinder, the Tinder Cup that will it, that will be some oh, kind of bonus prize we'll come it. up with. You know, um, there is the glaring discussion of Jamie Lynn as the name oh, of our triumphant winner based you. on recent oh, events. Maybe that should be up for debate. Can someone fill me in? Uh, I mean, I can try my best, but Jeffrey, that is an excellent point that I did not put in the outline and I did mean to bring up here because I do think it is worthwhile for us to consider uh, possibly rebranding our first place trophy away from Janie Lynn Spears uh, just due to the fact of her, uh, what would you say, Jeff? Denunciation of Brittany uh, and decision to... Chastising and castigation uh, and approving of the of the patriarchal oppression of Britney Spears and what she has rightfully earned. So something to think about. Yeah, I don't care. That just means Jamie Lynn's an outspoken young lady and yeah, I like that in a lady. Jesus Christ. Speaks her mind. So does Marjorie Taylor Green and you're psyched about her too. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, baby, MTG. M A G A M T G. How do you mute someone on this? <laughs> this isn't around the horn. We can't just mute people. Oh, that'd be Minus great. Minus 10 points. <laughs> I was like kind of hoping to see like Marjorie Taylor Greene's like head comedically like come into frame for a quick second oh. wearing like a bathrobe and then it would no. be revealed to the world that Dustin is stripping Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> no wonder your apartment's haunted. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's – oh, your, your apartment's haunted? Yeah, yeah, no, Dustin's apartment is haunted by by the ghost of a uh, fucking Q and I. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the ghost of Q. I found him. He's here. Excellent. And he's real. I apparently grew up in a haunted house, so that's a different episode's topic. Ooh, the haunted the haunted episode. I'm into that. Yeah, I am too. We'll see. Maybe we'll have time, but the rate we're going, we won't. No, so. we need to. We need to move. <laughs> this is a train wreck. I will. (laughs) We're concerned. There's a lot of talking. We're concerned. Hopefully, by the time this in the edit, this will have been uh, cut down to from 20 minutes to a good six. That's the goal. (laughs) Tears hoping, but I doubt it. Add time.
I do think it's worthwhile putting that out to a poll as well. So we've got a second poll on whether or not we need to reconsider. Uh, I have a feeling the majority of our league is going to side with Dustin. She's a perfect 10. Mainly because they do not give a shit. I think it is worthwhile because uh, saying that you won the Jamie Lynn, people uh, will look at us differently. No, not with awe. Oh, but it's cool to have a girl we went to college with her name as the last place trophy. Hilarious. That's fine. Yeah, but she's not advocating conservatorship, so, uh, you know. <laughs> have you talked to her lately? Maybe no. Yeah, that's a fair point. She, she, she could be on the train. You never you know. On. Did she storm the Capitol? Is that what we're getting at? Check if there's vomit on the walls. Did you see her on January 6th? <laughs> I didn't see her on January 6th. Well, All right. Well, we're going to need to hire a private investigator, so that's going to come out of the the budget for this year to determine. Why isn't our theme just politics as a ladder at this point? Very easy. I try push for it every episode last year. Who we? What football do we have to fucking talk about right now? Let's talk about <laughs> the awful shit that's happening in this goddamn fucking country. We need to talk about my brilliant idea. It's a hybrid philosophy of libertarianism oh, and no. extreme. I'm out. Uh, this is Joe Rogan. <laughs> I'm out. I'm so, I'm no, sorry. Out. Rochi, put that bong down. Put that bong Ex- down. Extreme progressivism. I just couldn't. I no, couldn't say progressivism. No, no, no more DMT for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is in that bong, Rochi? Jesus. I got a, a funny DMT story for a different episode. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> Rochi apparently assumes that he is going to be on every episode so that he can go through the two, all the stories that he said. Oh no, no, no! You. You can't wear me out. It's like early Jim Norton days on early Opie and Anthony. You have to work me into eventual What a fucking deep cut. Well done. That was lovely. Thank you. That Thank was you. lovely. Um, all right. Let's move on to uh, Dustin's headline. So we're uh, at least on sub-bullet two of <laughs> Take another ten the minutes. six bullets we have. Uh, why am I doing this again? I... Uh, Dustin, do you want to talk about actual fantasy football? Um, maybe some people stuck around for that or uh, are hoping for the extreme libertarianism, progressivism, <laughs> politics. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll kick us off yeah. on the fantasy front, I guess. So I wanted to bring back my hot take from 2021 on our first episode. Uh, where I said, maybe it's better to draft a receiver in the first round than a running back. And I actually went back and one of my eight hour drives from here to Boston and back, I listened to like the first 20 minutes of the first episode last year and then the last one. And uh, apparently I, uh, we had a bet in the first episode that I said, I bet the top scoring fantasy player would be a receiver. And you and Jeff both adamantly said it would be running back. And we never revisited it in the last episode. We did not. And guess who was the top scorer? Cooper, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup receiver. So there is still validity, and I'm going to run it back again this year and say that maybe re- top-tier wide receivers are better than top-tier running backs. And then my sub-bullets, just to back this up, top scorer, we already covered that, was Co- Cooper Cup. Seven of the ten top ten scores last year were pass catchers. So either uh, wide receivers or tight ends. Only three of them were actually running backs. And then half of the first-round RBs, uh, RBs last year all got injured. So maybe, maybe it's a little safer this year to draft a receiver first instead of running back. I don't know. And then one thing I'll say before I open it up to you guys on your thoughts is this, because of our 
situation with the keepers, all three of the top receivers are probably going to be kept, which kind of like whittles my argument down a little bit because uh, we're not going to be able to draft, I'm guessing, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, and Jeff, say it with me. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. So that kind of leaves the discussion up of who are the top tier receivers after that. I don't know yet. What do you guys think? Ooh. Well, to defend Jeffrey and I for a second before I talk about uh, my favorite wide receiver this year, I would say looking back across our cheapest of beer teams from 2016 on, a running back was the highest score in every one of those years except one. Uh, 2017, uh, Antonio Brown, the legendary Ugh. Antonio Brown, uh, was the highest scoring uh, position player in the league at 271 points. But 2016, it was David Johnson. 2018, it was Todd <laughs> Gurley. 2019, it was Christian McCaffrey. 2020, it was Dalvin Cook. Uh, and then 2021, it was Christian McCaffrey again. So I do think it might be a one-off scenario, but it begs the question of whether this our league or the NFL in general has now transitioned to a more pass-happy league, which could theoretically open the door for my uh, former flame, Devontae Adams on the Las Vegas Raiders. Well, uh, are you concerned at all that Devontae no longer has Aaron Rodgers throwing to him and instead uh, the hero Derek Carr? No, you're not worried, I, Brandon? I think that's better for him because Ooh. Derek Carr cannot throw it downfield. He wants to check down constantly. Um, Darren Waller was hurt for most of last year. They have a better wide receiver core, so they can't just double Devontae the whole time. I think it will lend itself to a better season for him. Maybe not as many targets but I do think just as many fantasy points. Well, if he's looking, if Carr's looking to check it down, what's to stop him from throwing a Hunter Renfro, Mr. First Down himself? Uh, because it's Devontae Adams. <laughs> Mr. Mr. First Down himself. <laughs> Brian, you've raised your hand. Let's, let's, let's hear your thought. This just segues all too nicely into, into my headline. In a, it, a, Perfect. In a big, a big theme, you know, at least for me this year, and I'll only expound on one part of it, you know, it plays off one of my favorite sayings, control the narrative. Um, <laughs> First succession <laughs> reference of the evening. Love it. So smart. Love it. We here for you. <laughs> we here for you. I actually <laughs> say control the narrative before succession. Tim can attest to that. It's been in my, been in my arsenal since 2012. Um, so I don't think I believe that. We'll say that. Um, but no, I think one big, because, well, I guess the overall point is that, you know, within narratives, you can, you can form predictions. And one one thing I noticed last year, kind of the conver- convergence of like two observations. Number one, I just thought overall, like eye test wise, quarterback quality was down across the league last year. Again, coming off a pandemic, shit's weird. You're not spending enough time with your receivers, your team, whatever. I just didn't feel like I saw many quality balls last year as I normally would. Um, twenty twenty aside, love quality balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad someone someone caught that real quick. <laughs> I'm sorry you didn't see quality balls, Roach. Hopefully, 2022 is better for. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, you know, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping so too. I spend a lot on that Scott Hansen channel. Um, so <laughs> that that leads me to point two. It actually might feed into point one, which a consequence could be, you know, more checkdowns, more shorter throws. 
I think we're also seeing a fundamental shift in the offensive playbook. America is a society right now that follows trends, internet trends. What are trends? What are things you see on the internet? Highlights. What are the what are the more spectacular plays we have seen in the last couple of years? That is the end around wide receiver uh, running back hybrid that was really popularized recently by Cordell Patterson's play. And now we're seeing it from Debo Samuel. And now we're hearing that offenses all around are kind of installing it. I think this year is going to be an absolute clusterfuck at the wide receiver position because the NFL is a copycat league. And you're going to see too many teams try to shoehorn this damn type of playbook in. It's going to be like 2008 with the Wildcat. So I really think there's going to be a lot of, I, I really think like Dustin was saying with the Hunter Renfro, you got to look at your slot receivers. You got to look at your pass catching backs. You got to look at your checkdowns. I do not think it's going to be a good year, at least in the air for big, big name receivers. Wow. Okay. Wow. Lovely. All right. I love how you tied that all back together. Jeffrey, do you have Thank a, you. is it only going to be, Jamar Chase, is, he's gonna, is he your number one? There's not even a question. He's going to be the only person to break Roach's prediction. Every other receiver is going to be bad except for Jamar Chase, who I'm conservatively predicting will uh, break our league's points record. No, but honestly, I mean, I think that's a really good point. Uh, I think it's always going to be a pass-happy league, and especially with things shifting. Like, well, now I'm interested. Because I feel like, like, for example, in Denver with Russell Wilson now tossing to guys like Jerry Judy – uh, who is someone I think is really going to step up and look a lot better. But I don't know. I'm kind of mixed up. He got arrested. Judy got arrested? Uh, just a quick Google search. says, Jerry Judy speaks on arrest. He said, quote, I don't want to put Broncos in a position like that. So whatever that means. So he'll play. So probably not play. that. That's a bad example, Jeffrey. If there's one thing the NFL proves, it's not going to let their players who make big money get arrested. So they'll be fine. Speaking of players getting arrested, real quick, uh, Brandon, question for you: Do you do you think Camaro's gonna get suspended? Like, what what's the deal with that? Um, like, are you gonna draft him if you get a chance, or are you gonna be um, too worried about? I mean, if he's there in the second round, I would. But I think he's he not a first rounder anymore. To me. I think he's. I think he'll be there in the second, and I'm wondering who's gonna have the cojones, the big balls that Rochi likes so much to draft him. <laughs> Quality Ooh. balls. Um, Probably one of the people with two second round picks. Would be my guess. <laughs> it does say uh, June 23rd, Camara braces for suspension of at least six weeks. So. There you go. That's scary. Makes me not very interesting. Yeah, no, that's not a second round. Uh, I mean, that sounds no. like a Nick Kane pick, you know? You've got the extra second rounder just stashed. Oh, no, it's Tim in the first round. Tim in the first round is taking Camara. Ooh, okay. <laughs> what? All right. You heard it here first. Tim, you got to do it, or you make uh, Brian Coital Roach a liar. We don't want that. I think Tim regresses in his drafts this year. We just need to get him really drunk. I, this is actually that's a classic Tim pick. <laughs> he picks someone who was at the top of their game three years ago. So yeah, that's a good it call. is true. It is true. Um, okay, uh, we've made it through headlines from the Potters. A good half hour in, so let's move <laughs> on to the next bullet point. Um, which... Cue intro music. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, I'm so concerned. <laughs> state of the pod slash previously on cheap beer. It's Channel 4 News at 6 o'clock. I'll try and think of a more uh, bootlegging prohibition focus for the, the title uh, this year. <clears throat> I'll run through the first part of this quickly, and then we will get to some great tidbits from last year. 
Uh, I'm going to skip the first one. Are we keeping the pod for another year, Jeffrey? Uh, obviously. This is like as okay. good as it gets entertainment-wise, and we clearly talk about fantasy football a lot, so <laughs> it's, hard to, it's hard to beat. This is the Severance of Fantasy Sports Podcasts. Ugh, what a great – should we just mm. talk about that for the next, like, Ugh. what would probably be so like two good. and a half hours considering oh God, our fucking so rambling? God. Anyway, anyway, yes, yes. All right. Uh, I think I need to re-up it next month. From there, uh, we amass, have amassed 581 downloads, uh, hopefully more this year because I have found out that um, both Tim and Mike do not actually download the uh, podcast. They just listen to it. So please uh, rate, subscribe, download. That's 46 more since the end of the year, our year, not the you know calendar year, our financial year, which is January. So with that being said, there's obviously an appetite for cheap beer related content that also delves slightly into television, politics, um, prohibition, whatever you can think of. So I'm very excited to keep that going. With that in mind, we had two new comments that we did not read because they happened on the last day of or they happened after our last pod uh, from our, you know, most prestigious commenter. All right. So the two comments are uh, they're from five months ago. Pod slogan, the podcast that people watch. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, was that was that was that from Tim? It was from X Perrin. Oh, amazing. God, I fucking love this guy. Should that be our slogan? I'm kind of yeah, into it. I think it, it is our I'm, slogan. I'm kind of into it. I won't lie. I like it. <laughs> the irony. All right. So that's three, four thumbs up. He also commented, love the Keeper song selection. Great year, Cheap Beer Boys. What was the song again? I completely I forget. Um, Come on, editor. I don't know. Keep talking. I'll look it up. Keep talking. So thank you, as always, X-Print. If you would like your comment comment read live on air, I guess it's not live because people are listening to this not live, but if you'd like your comment read online, nope. If you'd like your comment read by me on this podcast, definitely do it. By the way, it was Never Let You Go by Third Outland. Oh, great song. (laughs) Nice choice. Never let you go. We have new two new countries that downloaded an episode over the summer. Uh, Russia, yikes, and the UK. Also yikes because they don't have a government. So maybe it was Boris. Way to alienate <laughs> our international listeners, Brandon. Jeez Louise. I'm okay with Russia, you know. Give Boris another chance. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, wow. He did not like that comment. It did not fit into his libertarianism slash... Yeah. Libertarianism meets progressivism. It's not my ideology. It's just one that, you know, (laughs) I I could wax on. (laughs) I don't want to see that. Yeah, we'll we'll save that for maybe the end. Beyond that, uh, the 2020 finale episode is our most listened to. I think it has around 9% of our downloads. So uh, good job by us in the pandemic. Way Um, to go. We're now up to 21 states with listeners so if we get four more this year we'll have half the nation listening to us amazing that is not at all a skewed terribly delivered fact half the nation listening to us my (laughs) lord (laughs) 
<laughs> Why would you say that? If you have to work in digital like marketing analytics in 2022, that's how you cook. That is how you cook right there. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Respect. Respect, Brandon. You're welcome. All right. So now on to the, well, any comments on that? Any other things that I read? I think I think it's just pretty remarkable the reach of of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, it's 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 quite incredible, actually. Um, what was it? One twenty three on the on the sports list last year. <laughs> <laughs> and climbing slowly but surely. <laughs> that is that is something else. Um, no, nah, it's uh, it's it's it's. It's impressive. Shout out um, to the people listening in non-evil areas and to the ones in evil areas. Hi. That's about <laughs> all I got. I <laughs> Just because they live there doesn't make them evil, Brian. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Um, all right. So moving on to some tidbits from our The Cheap Beer League, uh, sponsored by no, – can't say sponsored by um, – acknowledged by the man, the myth, the legend, Scott Hansen, Rochi. You have never won a playoff game. That is true. <laughs> uh, just wanted to call that out again. It's been <laughs> it's so brutal. 2016. <laughs> the narrative is not failure this year. The narrative is success. So, My prediction is you're winning two playoff games this year. Woo! With Thank no second wow. round pick. That's what I'm telling you. I'm, feel, I'm, fe- I'm, I'm riding the Roach train this year. I'm feeling high. I'm feeling good. <laughs> Jeff is definitely trading his whole team to Roach later this year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jamar Chase for an eighth rounder. <laughs> um, I'll just quickly say I'm going to be like Kevin Costner on draft day. On our draft day, I am going to be working phones, or if I'm in person, I'm going to be working faces, Whoa, and we're getting on. deals done. If in person, yes, it's it's still somewhat on the table. It's still Woo-hoo. somewhat on the table. So we're, we're working some numbers. Make up that extra bed, Kevin Froze, because Wisconsin is going to get a little more coital. Uh, Dustin, you were going to ask something? I was just going to ask if Roach has ever been to the playoffs until this year. Yeah. Yeah, this is my second or third appearance. Uh, It was your second. Second, that's right, because I finished last four times. (laughs) Five times. Something like that. Do the math. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we have that. Uh, 148 points to win a title is the fewest since 2016. So even though this past year was the highest scoring across every team, uh, the championship game was a little tighter affair. Um, If you are into sports gambling, you will know that game sevens in general are usually lower scoring. So food for thought there. Uh, Maybe the players knew that as well. Michael Bolton and the Double Stuff Warriors went 2-12. and That is the worst one-loss record since 2015 when, you guessed it, Jeffrey Sweatrag Kimball went 1-12. and Let's um, fucking so go! <laughs> Michael Bolton. Disappointing. It was also a year for parity for our league. The players who started uh, with records um, 8th through 12th all had winning records last year, allowing them to catch up uh, in terms of uh, overall record in the regular season. Is that everyone in Division B? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I Basically. So. <laughs> Clusterfuck. Dustin is now our winningest regular season player. He passed oh. Nick Kane uh, this year. Uh, any thoughts, any uh, words of wisdom that you want to pass on? You know, I've been sniffing Nick's butt for the last four or so years. Now Just he's sniffing your butt, baby. Get a whiff of first place. And now, yeah, I turned my ass right around and 
shoved his nose right in that rectum. Yeah, Nick's four and ten season dropped him from first to fourth. Uh, so that's crazy. It can fall fast. Is it Sean in second now? Sean is a half game behind you. Joel is a game. Nick is two and a half. Jose is three. Tim is three. And then there's a drop off. Can I just circle back quickly to the sniffing? Um, is that as far as you guys went or was there any, was there any tongue? No, no. Just tip of the nose. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's the dog greeting. Little hey, how you doing? Yeah. Tongue would have been sexier, but different strokes for different folks. <laughs> Get a tongue strokes. All right. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to then segue into your um, Tinder. Oh, God. oh no, we're not. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Tim won his first division title. Woo. Way to go. Ex parent. Good job. Anything's possible. I say it's because of the comments. Him commenting galvanized him to victory. So keep doing it. That's fair. Kevin has only lost to Sean in the playoffs. Um, he's 0-2 against Sean, 7-0 against anyone else he plays in the playoffs. That's Jesus so crazy. <laughs> so thank you, Sean. Week 5 of the 2021 season, um, Sweat Rag scored the third most points ever in our league and completed the second biggest beatdown ever. Do you have the specifics of that up? Because I, I don't remember that game slash just want you to tell me again. <laughs> Slowly with your shirt off. I can tell you that it was against Double Stuff Warriors. Oh, good. Nice. That's it. I got it. 202 to 78. Yep. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Mike, you fucking suck. I can just picture I can picture Mike listening to this going, oh yeah, whatever. And then just turning it <laughs> off. <laughs> uh 202, you had 40. Point seven points from Tom Brady, 33 from Derrick Henry, 21 from Leonard Fournette, 29.9 from Jamar Chase, 26.9 from Kyle Pitts, 18 Jeez. from Josh Jacobs, 14 from Greg Zerline. And meanwhile, uh, Double Stuff Warriors had three players in <laughs> nope, four players in double figures. One was his kicker and one was his defense. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you for that. I needed it. Jeff, you had a good team last year. I did. Stupid injuries. And then finally, the most points in a season are now all just the top five scores from last year. So That's um, probably my favorite stat in the in the bunch. <laughs> I, that's, I love that. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again? What is it? So the most points in a season by a team are now just the top five teams from last year. Because the extra week. Oh, you know, I didn't even think about that, Brian. I thought it was the defense, but you're right. It's the extra week. Is that why you fucking castrated defenses yeah. without anyone's consent? Let's talk about You that. absolute that bag of fucks. All I did was lower some by like a point. You can get you out of You made everything Bullshit. like negative five points. No. It's like there's going to be so many negative scores. I did not. Did not. Hey, Brandon, can I ask you a serious question? Why do you hate high scores? And also, subsequently, yeah. why do you hate fun and people having it? <laughs> All I did was oh, – why does the – Do you remember if you changed the fourth down stop ruling or the fourth down – Yeah, he did. He d- no. Brandon, you, I, made it worth, you made it worth one, one point, point instead of two. two. You're such a chode. If, like, the defense gives up more than, like, 14 points, it's, like, negative two. That's not true. <laughs> 
just keeps getting higher and higher. It's crazy. What I did was if the defense gives up seven to 13 points, I lowered it from five points to four. If they give up 35 plus, I made it negative four instead of negative three. They give up 28 to 34, I made it negative two instead of negative one. They give up one through six, I made it six instead of seven. 14 through 20, I made it two instead of three. That was it. I lowered them all by a point. So I guess in theory, that could actually make more defenses useful. It makes me scared to start a defense. Like I'll just take the zero. Well, that also, you know what's pretty hypocritical is that kind of feeds defenses into the same issue that Brandon has with tight ends of the fact that right. like they're not they're not they're gonna be point shitty. machines and that yeah, and that they all suck. So That's still not true. Can we talk about the fact that the defenses the highest scoring defenses were all from last year because of how because many you points? Did three and outs. Yeah, because you made good rule changes that everyone liked. And the bad balls. There were so many bad balls last year. <laughs> we heard from you. You didn't have any good balls in 2022. <laughs> I did not like the balls in 2021. They were low ball balls. Exactly. <laughs> I just think that there are a lot of fourth down stops that happen at the end of the game that are stupid and shouldn't be worth two points. But that's going to keep you more. That, that's entertaining and that's fun and that raises stakes for like the end of games. Which I like. Now they're just worth one. I don't know. It's not like that much of a change. But they could be doubled, though. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can, turn that, I, I can turn that back <laughs> on you, Mr. Half the Nation. I can spin that around. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't change anything about yards. I didn't change anything about any of the other things that we do. I just made everything a point worse. So I don't think it's that. And I kept a shutout still worth 10. So you're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) See, I can turn that around. (laughs) Well done. Well done. I appreciate that. (laughs) I'm legitimately concerned, but I do. (laughs) This is why the cheap beer boys are concerned. (laughs) This is why we're concerned. (laughs) Well done, Brian. But I know I do think that while it, it you kind of look at it like the tight end thing, you got to just pay attention to the waiver wire. You got to see who's available. That's why and I'll save it for the bullet point. But I think, you know, it really dumbs down the <laughs> league at right, tight end. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, make it a little tough, get a little more defenses involved. You know, I, I think I wish there was more communication around it. With that being said, if this was communicated between the months of February and June, I don't look at sleeper then. So it wasn't. I did okay, it yesterday. It was not communicated. Oh, okay, got it. So we live in a tyrannical society. Yeah, that's right. I'm lukewarm on bullet point one. Lukewarm on this defensive rule adjustment. Interesting. All right. I'll consider I I'll consider making good defenses you get more points. But I like when bad defenses get harshly punished. Yeah, I do because I do like that too. I do enjoy harsh punishments for people and players and defenses that suck ass. But it's also nice to reward them when they do well. Cause I think if, it, if like a team's losing 59 to nothing, they're still going to get absolutely, the defense is still going to look horrible, but if a defense is doing well, then they should be rewarded appropriately. So you really want two points for fourth down stops, not one. You bet your sweet, supple Tennessee ass. I do. <laughs> A lot of ass talk on this one. Uh, there, there always is. 
I was I was going to ask is the is the the opposite the positive side the just the ass sniff instead of the the taste but uh, <laughs> oh my god all right I'll I'll consider it uh, just uh, generally um, rule changes are uh, passed by the commissioners uh, <laughs> and not anyone else <laughs> <laughs> commissioners team a self appointed team. A lot like the Supreme Court. It is. Uh, That's how David Stern was able to stash Michael Jordan's gambling right. um, suspension. So Exactly right. So when that happens to me, I can just hide it away. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Oh, we're getting in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> the lawyers are knocking on our doors. Sorry, go ahead, Brandon. We're going to get kicked off a pod bean. We're not careful. <laughs> the next bullet point I have here is Sleeper has added first points if you get a first down. Um, my inclination is we don't want, I don't want that, but Jeff has made it very apparent that, um, well, well, all on, points who, are on the table. So, so like any position player gets points if they get a first down, mm-hmm. how many, whatever I want, 30, 40, doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, do 40, do fucking 40. <laughs> Just get full anarchy. I want like, a, I want a game with like 700 points between two teams. Like let's just fucking go wild. <laughs> I just, yeah, I like it. No, wait, the amount of points that I would add, and also, hundreds. it would make, like, it would be like, okay, here's my here's my argument against it. The reason we like to watch Red Zone is because you like it when Scott's like, oh, there's a big play, and he cuts and he shows a big play, and then you look at your fantasy team, if you have that player, and it's like, boom, you got a bunch of points. Now it's going to be like, I'm going to be more interested in like seeing like a thir- third and three uh, first down conversion where Hunter Renfro gets a three yard catch. And it's like, whoa, I got four points. Like, that's not exciting. To Go watch. get a satellite dish and subscribe to Sunday Ticket like <laughs> everyone in 2001. Okay? <laughs> OK, I have Sunday Ticket and you can't watch the games that are airing on the cable. It's true. What? They black, they black him out. Now that's ass. <laughs> Not in a good way either. <laughs> no. Catchphrase. Yeah, I agree. Dustin. Anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to root for first down. No, me neither. It's, it's so lame. I wonder if I could do it for kickers. Wait, what? First downs for kickers? And they do like punters. Yeah, if they if they scramble for a first down or they throw uh, for a first down. <laughs> see, see, that's fun. Like I know, I know you were saying earlier about how I would want to root for this, but I wouldn't. Because position players are fine. It's positions like defense or kickers that are at a lower advantage where it's more fun to provide them more opportunities to score more points. So I, I completely agree with both your – And tight ends. Tight ends <laughs> are not yeah, in we, the same fucking category, you absolute tool bag. <laughs> this, uh, the first down play or rule would make tight ends so much better. It would be like, oh, Cole Komet got a third and two catch. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> honestly now i'm thinking about it like should that just be a, a tight end thing honestly that i could get behind it could be fun yeah, yeah i'd be i'd be kind of down for that because that's like what tight ends are for yeah. well just in general we also should just have tight ends because they fucking rock Ugh. yes they do fucking rock and part of the fun of it is finding yourself a, a tj hawkinson or a martellus bennett when he was left on the trash heap <laughs> for new england um <laughs> It does not. Just was that fun? Just, just, just <laughs> what? No, I just think I just think the whole research aspect, like that's a huge part of the position, and Ugh. 
you know, just dealing with the fact that there's not a lot involved. It's a little bit of a challenge. I think it's a better option than the super flex, which correct me if I'm wrong, would allow for a second quarterback. That's right. To be utilized. Yeah. So we might as well just, you know, add 10 points per first down if we're going to allow the potential of two quarterbacks. Sweet. <laughs> let's do it. Uh, Dustin, I feel like you had a very um, well thought out point about super flexes that you wanted to share. Yeah. Okay. Here's the reason I've never been a fan of Superflex, and I understand. I think Tim said this that it would probably help people that do more research or like whatever, oh. do more mock drafts, which I kind of think is probably true. But the reason that I think this year it's such a uh, an interesting proposal is because the depth of the QB position is insane this year. I think like if you took the twelfth quarterback in the draft. Uh, looking at this list, it would be 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. It would be Dak Prescott. That's like currently who Sleeper has ranked 12th. So I feel like there's two things that I would suggest. Either one, we make quarterbacks better somehow, because otherwise I feel like you could just not draft a quarterback and be okay. Or two, super flex. And yeah, just let you, like, if you have a second quarterback who's really good, Okay, start him in, a, in an extra flex spot. I don't know. You know, it's a, I'm someone who wanted the National League to stick around with the uh, the no DH. Um, I'm a traditionalist. I don't think this is a traditional way of playing fantasy football. However, Dustin's point that he made there did jog my memory, which is I am down a third-round draft pick, and <laughs> I'm going to just scoop up a quarterback and just run two. So... I think I might be in favor of Superflex for this season <laughs> yes. on a trial basis, of yes. course. For that reason, I am out. No, I think <laughs> <laughs> All right, one, one of the reasons I love tight end so much is the strategy that goes along with it. And I do think yeah. super, Superflex kind of takes that away a little bit. You know, like the godforsaken bye week hell or something like that where you have to make smart moves. I think limiting limiting the options for players and positions is going to require our managers to pay more attention and is going to require more strategy and is going to require more fun and inventiveness and the discovery of a player like Elijah McGuire who's going to be your leading scorer in your Super Bowl run when you're heinous anus Tokyo's kid, Mark. Um, Elijah McGuire? Yeah, do you not remember Elijah McGuire, famed New York Jets running back? I do. Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. I, th- I think it can be fun to kind of create more opportunities for strategy and research. Can I can I propose one rule change that kind of combines all of them? Yeah. All? Okay. okay. Every single one. Okay. You ready? We only award first down points, and it's one point for first down to quarterbacks. Because that doesn't increase, I guess it increases value, but it increases value across the board. Right, but shitty quarterbacks might get even yeah, shittier. Yeah, bad lines, bad offenses. Hmm. It would help scramblers a lot, probably. That's true. But wait, basically, I'm just trying to think of a way to elevate the value of quarterbacks in general, and then maybe that would make some separation, but I don't know. I mean, we haven't tested it, but... I like that. I think that's fun. I li- Yeah, I think that that might actually be a, a democratic way of handling this. Mm. Dustin fucking Sylvia. Paul? Brandon's like, democracy, not in my league. <laughs> Great example of progressive libertarianism. No. <laughs> no, it's not. No, stop it. <laughs> um, 
I'm down to make that a poll, but I'm also throwing in giving tight ends a first down point because I we need okay. to do something. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like tight ends having a first down point. I think that's fun. So tight ends okay. are QBs. So not skill players. Like you get not rid of running backs and wide receivers. Yeah, exactly. yeah because tight yeah. ends aren't skill. It's just garbage position yeah, they, that shouldn't they catch exist and in fantasy down. football. You strategize for the garbage, Brandon. Oh, God. Like, let's see the 12th best tight end right now. Like, oh I bet God. it's Cole Komet. What about this? We add a fullback this year, and it's 15 <laughs> points per first down. <laughs> point, 15, point, point per block. Can you name a single one? I Pat Ricard, University of Maine. <laughs> He's oh my still God. in the league? Jesus Christ. That's yeah, converted D end. Part of the black hole defense up in Orono. Shout out CAA. Like, the 11th best tight end is Pat Fryer Freermuth. Freermuth. <laughs> it's Rochi's guy. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Exactly. A great example of strategy and reading and listening. Cole Komet is 14. Like, the thought of having to start Cole Komet is just horrendous. <laughs> Cole Komet's going to pop this year. <laughs> Didn't we say that last year? <laughs> no, well, the pop potential keeps building. I'm all in on Komet. Ugh. He's building and building, and then he's going to burst. <laughs> exactly. There's <laughs> one, one sniff too close, and you just got a bursting Komet right there. Tell you what. <laughs> all his cream is rising to the top, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. All it's right, time for um, Cole moving to on. Komet, his maker. Um, <laughs> that was funny, Ooh. Dustin. I like it. <laughs> I, I didn't. I Brandon's didn't. just steamrolling right through. <laughs> yeah, anyway, we got a lot to get to. Any changes to draft picks? Um, I I kind of feel like we need to let this season breathe. See if mm-hmm. Mike and Nick run away with it. The only other thing I could think of is maybe the, including not being able to trade the second round as well as the first round, so that we could. I'm against that because if you are willing to sacrifice slash stupid enough to sacrifice your first or you second round to. pick, that's yep. on you, man. That is I on agree. you. There's Roach's progressive liberal li- libertarianism. Yeah, I, I, I know. <laughs> I agree. Like I'm, I'm not here to advocate for something that would just be like a correction for a mistake I made. I mean, thank you guys for moving away from the narrative of my constant failure and not immediately proposing that. <laughs> However, I at that time had a reason to move, in my mind, a high round draft pick. I think if anyone else wants to be able to do that, including on draft day, I think they should be able to. Draft day, okay. Because if that's not allowed, I would just like to quickly, again, maybe we don't have to get into it here, but I, to, to make up for my mistake, I was planning on using my brain. I was planning <laughs> on working the room and recovering. In a shocking some turn picks. of events. It's not going to end well for Roach's draft. <laughs> See, that's that's a narrative I'm not going to allow because I actually am a smart person. I can't allow myself to be this dumb. It's it's I can't. <laughs> Who are you trying to prove to right now? Myself, thank you. <laughs> are you thinking you're trading your first round pick for like a fifth and an eighth or something to stack up on players? <laughs> and then maybe I take that fifth, eighth, or thirteenth in a future first and <laughs> swap it for a second first. You know, maybe I maybe I do just go full cost. Maybe Billy Bean just get on that treadmill, work that ass, and make that work them phones too. Here we are with the asses again. Uh, it should be noted that you can't trade first round picks, um, so that's just the one caveat: no first round pick trading. I think we should throw that on the table again. I think I d- I think we should. Um, no, but, no, no, okay. no, no. Okay, that's fine. I'll work on that for twenty three. I'll work on that for twenty three. But sure. Okay, I'll take I'll take a six. I'll take the six thirteenth and a future second and pick up a second second. So. <laughs> I did not understand any of that. So. <laughs> Keep up. We're going to be moving I, in person or virtually. 
<laughs> drink those beers. I'll be drinking. I'll be drinking sangria. I'll be on. I'll be on a different planet, and I'll be throwing off deals like I'm a member of the Bus Family. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, how many lines of coke are you gonna do on draft day? That's so much. Depends on where I am. Depends on the legal nature of it. Depends on legal acquisition (laughs) strategy. Depends on how secretive I am. We'll figure (laughs) it out, though. (laughs) Okay, Brandon, for God's sakes, get us back on track. (laughs) Please. I feel like we need to acknowledge Kevin's very subjective rule change that he suggested. Yeah. Let's listen. Refresh for the for those who don't remember because they didn't read anything. Or aren't part of this league that somehow lasted an hour into this conversation. <laughs> Refresh for those who spent their summers on binges. Their off seasons on binges. Of Coke, clearly. Some grab bag. Okay, here it is. <laughs> weeks potpourri. one through six. <laughs> weeks one through six. Draft picks up through round two are allowed. Weeks six through the trade deadline. Draft picks up through round four. The, the fact you're already saying this much, I'm not into it. That's way too much. That's way too many words. It's a no from me. What, okay, so what was it? I didn't hear what you were saying. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, basically, he wanted to put like a subjective line halfway through the season where you can't, tra- you can trade second round until like week six or something, and then you couldn't trade. Why? That's that. no. okay. Anyway, I'm sure the Cleveland Browns would lo- would have loved that strategy with uh, Richardson. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Portrait Richardson. I also agree. I do not want to have to be monitoring week six as well as the trade deadline. So well, that's what I'm saying. That's what the fucking trade deadline is for. Yeah, it's exactly. I don't want deadlines. I don't do good on deadline <laughs> as is. <laughs> but I do think the, the only thing I'm going to be monitoring is if, uh, and it doesn't sound like this is going to happen with Brian, but someone like Sean just gives up halfway through the year um, because his team isn't doing well because he gave up his second round pick. That's the only thing that I care about is that as long as everyone stays involved every year, then it, I don't care how you trade draft picks. If you dig a trench, dig yourself out by digging it further down in the ground. <laughs> see how you're, let's see how part two goes. A roach method. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep digging. Just keep digging. Um, okay, good. So no changes to draft picks. We can revisit next year. The only one that I really cared about, besides the no more tight ends, is bidding on free agents instead of a waiver wire uh, list. Nah, man. I, I, I'm in a bid league, and it also incorporates a waiver wire. I think the bid league, like, it's either people don't participate in the bids, and then, like, a, a few savvy can just, like, jump in and mm. grab whoever. I've, I've, I want to champion with that strategy can you edit that out please dustin we don't associate with other yeah we <laughs> just bleep that, that doesn't out, go please. with our narrative we're controlling this narrative and that's, <laughs> that's not right. part of it so you know what i respect i respect that i respect that no i i just i just think it's it's messy i think more people can be taken advantage of as opposed to the waiver wire system which is done on merit that's fair yeah but i think it it really is a pro degenerate rule change uh, the Brandon Challoners of the world betting on everything they possibly can. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to, I'm going to pass on that because uh, I don't like sports betting. It scares me. And that also scares me. It's fair. I agree. I hate it and don't want to do it. <laughs> right, that's three D- Dustin is like, get me the fuck out of here. I am done. <laughs> I've been studying for the last five years, waiting for Maine to flip the switch. And now they've delayed it again to 2024. It's ridiculous. Same with mass. 
Love it. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Uh, I'll put it up to a poll, but it sounds like I'm already going to be in a big hole on getting people to do that. And I do think that Brian's point is fair that um, I, I'm worried that a lot of the changes I have made have forced people to care more than they wanted to and uh, don't want to lose folks for uh, <coughs> Dan. That. that 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 wasn't my point, but that's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah. I don't think I don't think any of this 12 is going to be in any danger of bouncing out. You'd have to put some crazy rules in, I think, for that to be the case. But kangaroo court if they do. <laughs> kangaroo court. <laughs> I think that it that's it. Any other rules that we are interested in discussing? Uh yeah, I got one rule, which is Brandon being a stricter moderator on the pod. Like just talk over people, just cut people off. Just move it along. All right, so the keeper discussion will <laughs> yeah. start with Sean. <laughs> uh, since he did win the league last year, there is a, a reminder here that you can only keep a player for two years, so you can have that specific player for three years total. Uh, Sean has a decision to make, and I think it's a worthwhile one for us to discuss. Hmm. Um, but it might be, go quickly. Uh, he can either keep Cooper Cup in the third round or Jalen Waddle in the sixth. Actually, now that I'm saying that, I forgot Tyreek Hill is now on the... Yeah, I was going to say, do you want so. like do you want the triple crown winner or a guy who's competing for catches with Tyreek Hill? Yeah. Being thrown Never by mind. Tua, so <laughs> I'm good on Waddle. <laughs> The, the Tua PR campaign is so stupid this year. No way he's been in better ball than Mahomes. Sorry. Out on that. Correct. Yep. I, I, I got to get my battery. Excuse me. Yeah, you're good. We're going to miss I you. I think the only, the only true competition for Cup is Cole Komet uh, for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Roach is not even here. Today. No. He's gone. Gross. <laughs> save, 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 save that for a, a Friar Muth reference. He's going to go bananas for it. <laughs> all right moving on uh kevin froze uh has a bit more of a challenging scenario that mm -hmm. he has to go with does he go with travis etienne basically in his rookie season taking over uh, no longer coached by urban meyer so already coming into a better situation than he would have been originally for an eighth mark andrews for a fourth or debo samuel for a sixth who might still be traded or might not start the season so it's such a weird situation with Debo. He's like, I want to be traded. And there it's like, ah, fucking forget it. So I, I'm pretty high on Etienne this year. I think he's going to be pretty solid. And for for an eighth, too, that feels like pretty good value to me. Debo, I think overall is a better player, but there's a lot of question marks around that situation. So I would go Etienne. Uh, I would still lean Debo. I think he's going in like the second round still um, that could go down a little if he's like uncertain but I also think there's like a two percent chance he just like doesn't play like I think he's gonna play even if he's not in the 49ers he might end up somewhere better so that's true I think Debo for a sixth is like that's just too insane to not do it's fair uh Brian Roach now that you're back would you rather keep Travis Etienne in the eighth or Debo Samuel in the sixth what about Mark Andrews in the fourth well but neither of you said Roach might, it, so. Roach might, you never know. I'm going Debo on this one because again, he's gonna be he's gonna be a focus of that offense. Um he's an absolute weapon. <laughs> um, he's he's mastered the position, so mastered it. Wow. Positionless position, yeah. 
Exactly. Exactly. He's he's the NBA of the NFL. So comes with more. I think it comes with more points. I think it just comes with more points, especially in a PPR league. I think that is fair. Debo has been on record as being disgruntled with being forced into a running back role. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I think it's a classic like, do you want to keep a Kyle Shanahan player? <laughs> you know, <laughs> so true. In this case, I think the value is too good to say no. Well, I think that's a great segue into our next keep. No, I'm kidding. Unless Brandon wants to. <laughs> no, nope, let's do it. Uh, segue into the next keeper, Itchy Mitchy in the eighth, Hustle, Bustle, and Russell in the fifth, or for a final time, keeping Stefan Diggs for a fourth rounder. Uh, I have heard insider information that Itchy Mitchy might be the uh, the leading candidate for this particular player, but... What are your thoughts? I feel like I would want to keep Diggs um, in the fourth. This is Tim, by the way. This is Tim. I'm saying ride the dig, ride the Diggs train. Yeah, Buffalo's a wagon right now. Yeah, yep. yeah. I dig Diggs all the okay. way on this one. Uh, moving on. <laughs> I love you, Brandon. Um, <laughs> uh, Dan. Uh, we already know he is willing to keep a player into the first round. I think if he does not, if he does not get a first or second pick, um, he could keep Jonathan Taylor for his first round pick, or he could keep Josh Allen for his third. I I don't see a scenario unless you get first or second overall that you don't keep Jonathan Taylor for your first. Couldn't agree more. If you have an opportunity to keep what's probably the, one of the best running backs right now, you probably should do that. There's also he has Marquise Brown. I don't know what round he got him, but uh, yeah, but he's in the on the Cardinals. I think that's better. So behind, I guess Hopkins is suspended. You're right. God, I don't know, but yeah, I, I'm just trying to think if if he doesn't get a top three pick, uh, who are the options? Because you know Allen. Well, let's see if we give those first down points. I think Josh Allen is definitely. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> first down points. First down points. Okay, uh, moving on to uh, a man on the pod, Jeffrey. Um, what is up? Jamar Chase in the fifth or Leonard Fournette in the eighth? Um, hmm. I think this is a bit of a conundrum because Leonard Fournette looked mighty good last year. Um, but do you trust it to carry over into this year? I, would... I don't. Oh, 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 no, 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 keep going, keep going, keep going, please, please, please. No, no, I'm super, I'm genuinely curious. I'm not, I'm not going to keep him anyway, so I'm just genuinely curious. Yeah, Brady might not be in New England anymore, but it's a Brady running back. He friggin' recycles those things, all right? I don't, I'm not taking a Brady running back. I don't care how old he is, uh, especially when the other option is Jamar Chase. Joe Burrow showed he, I'm, I know from trading him even <laughs> as well. Oh, I forgot about that. Joe Burrow became a man of a quarterback last year, and he's got weapons. I'm not breaking up any of that good, you know, fucking aura. Go with Jamar Chase. Yeah, that's that's what I'm going to do. No real mystery. Right. <laughs> you heard it here first. Lock it in. I think Jamar Chase is a shot to be the number one receiver this year, Joe. I do. I don't. So you're saying keep Fournette? Yeah, so keep Fournette. <laughs> yeah, I would keep I would keep Chase, though. I had Fournette. It's been too up and down in his career. Yeah. Good about that. Even though an eighth round pick is pretty good for what is, according to Sleeper, oh, it's lower than I thought. Oh, is it? Yeah. I was going to say, I buy pretty heavily into Dustin Sylvia's theory of receivers being the higher scoring, better options. So that's why I go. Oh, actually, yeah. Fournette is sixth 
16, I think. That's not bad. For an eighth round pick? Yeah. That's pretty good. So that's what I'm saying. You could, like, draft, assuming we didn't have keepers, you could draft Chase with your, like, I don't know, fifth or sixth overall pick, come back around, maybe get Lenny in the second. I'd rather do that than take, like, McCaffrey, who might, you know, break his leg week three, and then get some Allen Robinson in the second, you know what I mean? (laughs) Who would draft that? (laughs) Well, I do think wide receiver production is going to be down all around. However, Jamar Chase just seems like a slam dunk. Um, So I agree. I agree. That's why I'm going to do it. I take it back. Um, Jeff, Leonard Fournette is around like 26th. Oh, well. That is good. hmm, Yeah. I think it's more of a mystery who a certain other podcaster is going to do with his keeper. Next. Yeah, that was my segue to move on. Talk about Brian Roach. Uh, Is it a mystery? I feel like it's locked and loaded. Well, no, if, t- if, if tight ends are, if tight ends are back in play now, Pat Fryermuth yeah! <laughs> is there in is. the mix. Let's go. As much as I wanted the Patriots to draft Jalen Hurts a few years back, I'm just, I, I don't know. I'm not, I think Minshew showed a lot last year. I think he's not going to be used as much. Gardner Minshew is going to be yeah. Jalen Hurts. No. Did you see how Minshew played on that no. shitbag team at the end of last no. year? It's not going to happen. It's Gardner Minshew. He couldn't hold a Jaguars job. Yeah, well, the Jaguars can't hold competency. I can't blame him for that. (laughs) I don't know, man. I think that's crazy. Uh, I also think it's crazy to keep a tight end because tight ends are garbage. Unless we give them the uh, first down bonus, then maybe they'll be mediocre. Exactly. If they're coming back in the play and Fryermuth, what's probably going to be a fifth, sixth, seventh? What do you see on your board? No, it is going to be like draft wise. I don't. Yeah. I, what's the, what are my ba- What's my baseline off him? Of? I don't know. No, would get drafted in like the tenth round. Scroll forever. You can get him for free. What I was yeah. going to say, go. Rochi, you're missing. You're forget. You're all forgetting another player. Mike Williams is mm. pretty good, <laughs> and that's an eight, another eighth, right? That you could keep. Him no, that's that, that is also true. But I do get big time Jamal Charles vibes from him with his health. Um, so I know different position, but I have felt the spiritual anguish of owning Jamal Charles um, in his down years and injured years. So, well, if you don't keep him, Mike Williams is like. A target for me, so I'll gladly. Yeah, I, I hated Mike Williams last year. He took all the Keenan Allen touches away, motherfucker. So well, maybe, maybe we can talk some kind of keep and trade situation. I don't know. <laughs> I, think, uh, I, I think there's a lot that can be done. That keep we're and not trade. About. Old, the old, the old K and T. Yeah, I scratch your ass, you sniff mine, kind of. <laughs> the old scratch and I sniff. I remember it. playing with those as a kid. <laughs> the old scratch. I didn't know what that's meant. Maybe if we flip the rolls around, you got it locked in. Oh, you want to sniff? No, I want to scratch. <laughs> you want to scratch my ass? All right. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I'd rather like smell than touch. You know? I no, I'd rather scratch because the smell. Yeah, the smell could <laughs> cause a gag thing. I think if you're close enough to scratch, you're probably doing some smelling anyway. <laughs> That's true. I just don't want you to throw up into my asshole. You could scratch at a distance. <laughs> Yeah, you could. All right, so um, I don't know. I would keep Hurts. 
<laughs> anyway, no, I, that's on. That's honestly like most likely what I'm going to do. But I, I do think there are cases to be made by Friar Muth and for, for Friar Muth and for Williams. There's zero case for Friar Muth who is going at the hundredth spot on a draft board. So, not not according to Roach. Yeah, good value. <laughs> Mike Williams is going number 60. That's like the fifth round, maybe sixth. That is the end of the fifth That's round. Pretty good. So. That's juicy. All right, moving on to uh, the man who has multiple second-round picks, uh, Nick Kane. I think he is going to keep Justin Herbert for the final time in the seventh round. Why wouldn't you, Justin Herbert? Yeah. Looks like completely a agree. Completely agree. For for that value, too. Quarterback. That's crazy value. I'm not even going to bring up his roster because I think you have to. I think you absolutely have to. Just load up with position players um, and ride Herbert. I mean, do we should we bother playing this year in general, or should we just give Nick the trophy now? Because That's what I mean. Let him let him detonate himself. Let him let him nuke himself. You never know. That's why it's fun. You never know. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, if this is just a cakewalk for him, like, then we might we might need to reconsider trading draft picks. If I stay back in New England and don't go, then I'll make a point to be there with Nick on draft day and just get him schnockered. <laughs> just, I'll get I'll get permission. We'll get him schnockered. All right. Let's hope so. Fingers crossed. Need to do something. <laughs> You're getting permission from who? Nicole. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Or the dog. <laughs> dog too. I, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not here to bandy names about. Oh wait, 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 wait! Now hold on a second. What he could keep Cam Akers, right? Isn't wasn't he undrafted? Or how does that work? Yeah, it's an eighth if he's undrafted. That's kind of insane. That is true. He could. I mean, I don't know. Or should you be able to keep undrafted yes. players? That kind of feels. Yeah. Everyone had a chance to draft them or pick them up. I don't. I feel less bad about that. We all had the opportunity. All right. Let's see. When did he pick them up? I think he had them for a while. Uh, oh no, I got it. He added him November thirteenth. Okay, so that was still the regular season. So I don't. Yeah. Feel bad with it. I mean, I think it was right around when he made the trade, and then was just like, "I'm packing it in, and I'm going to try and <laughs> keep him for next year." God damn, he's smart. Pisses me off. <laughs> Dustin's nemesis, his ass sniffing nemesis. I would still keep Herbert over Acres. I just don't know what you can expect from Acres. Yeah, no, I think it's it's yeah, running back legs are hard to to bet against or are hard to stack up against Justin Herbert. So, and Amon Ross St. Brown, another option. Yeah, he's got options. The sun god, which is interesting because he did so bad. All right, so moving on to me, I don't think I have very good options here, um, but. Uh, I put uh, Swift in the second, my boy Deontay in the third, Rashad Bateman, which after the draft got a lot more interesting in the eighth, um, or keeps Stafford in the seventh. I'm going to go on a limb and say you should just start fresh. Start it over. Gusted by those options. <laughs> yeah. I kind of agree. Yeah. Maybe Stafford, if anyone. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I was thinking this. I got to side with Dustin, too. Just blank slate, man. I was wondering that, too. Might have to. Sage your roster. Yeah. Kyrie Irving your roster, and then you can uh, (laughs) start fresh. Cleanse your demons. I didn't have any demons. I got eighth, seventh. Not a great year, but not terrible. Pretty mediocre. The Brandon Challoner special. Yeah, I am a 500 fantasy football player, so (laughs) it makes sense. 
Well, let's see. I'm just looking up real quickly Rashad Bateman's ADP. In PPR, it's 90. Okay, so what is that? That's like, it's not great. No, it's an eighth rounder. It's basically what he is. Yeah, start fresh. Start fresh. Start fresh. Start fresh. Uh, Moving on to number nine, Joel, Michael Pittman in the eighth, AJ Dillon in the eighth, or he can keep Antonio Gibson for the final time in the fifth. AJ Dillon. Get the thigh machine in there. I don't know. I, my vote's Pittman. I think Pittman's going to light it up. Who's their Colts quarterback? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. <laughs> it's kind of a lateral move from Carson Wentz. It's true. <laughs> There's yeah. not an upgrade or a downgrade. Well, I mean, yeah. Wentz had one of the all-time awful playoff performance or whatever performance that was the, their last game. Was that the playoffs or was that like the, la- the end of the regular season when he put up like the worst game you could possibly put up as a quarterback? I don't think it was the playoffs. I don't think they made no. the playoffs. Um, I, I, I do agree. I think it's kind of a – I think Pittman's a great option. I'm just very high on A.J. Dillon. I think he's going to be a stud this year. Matt Ryan, if he's got anything left in the tank, he's always been good with the long ball. And, again, I know that kind of flies in the face about my whole new offense in yeah. theory. But, you know, if, if you're thinking more traditionally, I think Pittman's safer. But, I mean, Dillon's really interesting this year. Like, that's a – like, I'm not touching Gibson. Anyone that's injured on the Washington franchise, you might as well just retire because you're getting screwed by that <laughs> medical staff. Um <laughs> Not allegedly. Shout out RG3. And that field. <laughs> yeah. And that field. Oh, true. Yeah, so I don't know. I, it's just like big, thick running back that's not going to get lead back touches, but has to potentially get lead back lead back touchdowns. It's it's interesting. Well, you know what he could do? If he keeps Dylan and he drafts Aaron Jones in like the uh, first or second, I guess the second round, he's got the handcuff already. I mean, it's, whichever one takes over, he'll be good to go. True. That's a strategy you could have. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Colts lost to the Jaguars on the final oh, Sunday amazing. The regular season to not make the playoffs. That's so amazing. <laughs> it was a downers kind of night instead of uppers for our say, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> I appreciate the allegedly. <laughs> I think I would stick pit. I would go with Pittman. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be contrarian. Stick pit. Hey, you're not contrarian. That's a fifty-fifty split. Anyway, go on. Oh. I, half half the nation, half the nation, <laughs> says Michael Pittman. Sniff that pit ass. <laughs> I also think Michael Bolton is going to keep Joe Burrow in the seventh. Without uh, do question. a similar thing that Nick uh, does and just lock in the quarterback and draft skill position players for the rest of the time and hope a couple of them hit and try and walk through the championship. I think I think that's, that's going to be the option too. Plus, as uh, our very own Brian Roach said, Burrow became a man of a quarterback this year. Now was the time to keep him when his value is highest. Bingo. Bingo, bango. Just like Charles Leclerc is doing in F1, he's becoming a man in front of our eyes this year like Burrow did last year. <laughs> My sweet monogast prince. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Brandon Dunn. <laughs> yep. Dustin, do we need to entertain this or are you just going to keep James Conner? Oh, I'm keeping James Conner. It's yeah. it's all but decided. He's going in the second round. I can keep him for a seventh. End of discussion. What a I just want to shout out what a great draft pick that was, Dustin. You fucking you son of a bitch. 
Well, you can thank my dad, not me, I guess, technically. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Wayne. That was probably the best best pick of Wayne's draft, and I am rewarding him by keeping him. Basically, I also like the idea of keeping, or having a, an RB1 pretty much out of the gate because then I can really, really go all in on the receivers at the top, which True. I'm doing it again, baby. We're running it back. We're going to, we're going to prove that it works. Is Dustin going to be spooky this year? Dustin, Dustin might have a spooky Ooh. team. Ooh. Ma- matches his QAnon haunted apartment. <laughs> what other players, would, if you can think of any, would be on my spooky team? Your spooky team? Yeah. Um, Who's spooky? Uh, 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 oh, Deshaun Watson. Oh, <laughs> oh that's, not what I meant by, that's not what I meant by spooky. But <laughs> that's not spooky at all. <laughs> Maybe definitely haunting for 26 women. <laughs> but, and in addition to God knows what else. Anywho. Uh, so fantasy football, right? Or any other subject besides Deshaun Watson. Final is uh, Jose, who will keep uh, Justin Jefferson for the final time. So in 2023, we will finally, the rest of us will finally have an opportunity to uh, draft Justin Jefferson. But for now, he gets to keep him a final time in the seventh. Feels like the end of an era. Insane value. It's just, man, Jose lucked out. It's too bad he couldn't capitalize on that and get a championship. He got last. I know, but damn. just the best keeper and got last. So see, it is all, like, it can fall apart real quick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then, Brandon, just real quick, I thought of this uh, a couple minutes ago. You could keep Swift if you get, like, an end of the second round pick. Because he's been going at like the end of the first, turn of the second, kind of I've seen. That's if interesting. You're, if you're a, if you're an early pick, like pick one, two, one through five. Yeah. You know, make sure you lock in a stud running back at the second round. It's not bad. Yeah, I worry about him. He's been hurt a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't they all? I like that in theory, but I still think starting fresh could be nice too. Just yeah, clean slate. Yeah. I don't know. I think all of them, all of my options are about the round that they're going in. So if I just want to lock one in, like I'm not getting any value on any of them, but I think all of them are going around where they are. So I was hoping that Baker would go to the Steelers, but I knew that wouldn't happen. Um, I am a little worried about whoever their quarterback is going to be with Deontay. So true. Isn't it going to be, is Rudolph still on the team or are they looking to get someone else? Uh, they drafted a guy uh, from Pitt. But yeah, it's Mason Rudolph until then. So, yikes. I did that last year with Allen Robinson, and that did not work. I would I would advise you, Brandon, don't take Allen Robinson this year. <laughs> don't <laughs> do not do the Rams it, now. You're, I know, but you're going to – wait, is he really? Yeah. yeah. He's going to be yeah. the new Robert Woods. Robert Woods is still there. No, Robert Woods is on the Titans. What? No, AJ yeah. Brown. Wait, did Robert Woods go to the Titans too? AJ Brown's an Eagle. Yeah. Oh, AJ, AJ Brown's, Brown's an Eagle. Eagle. You're, oh, yeah, he is a Titan. Holy fuck. What? I did not know that. We should have boned up on our offseason moves before we uh, <laughs> jumped when into the When did that spot. happen? It was a long Stanley Cup playoff. <laughs> it was a long NBA finals too. Fucking fuck. Yeah, that was. Uh, well, he got acquired by Tennessee in March, so. Really not much of an excuse there. Where the fuck was I in March? 
Anyways, moral of the story, Alan Robinson, worth the second round pick? No. <laughs> no. Do it, Brandon. If, if you see him floating um, late in the first, you snag that bad boy. You <laughs> might have to. <laughs> Alan Robinson, DeAndre Swift. Stud. That's the solid foundation for a dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> you can only go up from there. <laughs> but I think that's it. So do we want to end on a story about Tinder? Oh, no, that was just more like fodder. Um, I have nothing interesting to report at the moment. Um, no, that was just more tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> more like tongue-in-ass. Mm-hmm. Tongue-in-ass. Ah, uh, fuck you, too. Brandon, you loser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ah, you know, we'll just... Uh, if- I'll make a uh, I'll make a better effort to be a virtual conversationalist so I can have better stories. Okay. For the next episode. Perfect. Next episode, I want to hear. I want uh, we're we're gonna like carve out more time to hear about this libertarian progressivism. <laughs> oh, of course. Mishmash, because I'm genuinely curious. <laughs> it's a see. Actually, I I do have a Tinder story. Ah, actually, shit. I just thought of one that might be good. Um, might. All right. So while I am trying to take advantage of this uh, heightened co- oh. heightened confidence, <laughs> stop heightened confidence that comes about comes about in the summer. Um, Hot boy summer. Oh yeah. Um, Hot boy summer. Hot roach summer. I've decided. You know what? Screw it. I'm gonna just go all in on the dating app things this year. I'm gonna put away my 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 negativity towards them because, goddamn, it's. Meeting people when you're 31 is just Wrap stressful. It up. Anyways, long and short, <laughs> you wanted a Tinder story. I'm giving you a setting. You're giving us the long. Give us the short. I I matched with someone who mentioned that they're an early season Simpsons fan in their bio. I was like, ah, oh, I can play off this. Oh so. Lord, I'm I love this. Let's go. I'm so excited. <laughs> what quote you ruined this date with? <laughs> oh, 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 get no. ready. So. <laughs> I'm talking with I'm talking with my buddy Matt back at home, and he said, "Oh, what line are you gonna use?" It's like I don't know. I'm just probably gonna just go in with something basic, like what's your favorite like Simpsons episode? Like I know which one mine is. Um, <laughs> well, I wouldn't have said that, but like I know what I would have responded with. And I then had I then was like, for whatever reason, I said, "Well, I think the ballsy move would be to just go in with my favorite line, which is from a season eight episode, uh, in which uh, Principal Skinner and uh, Mrs. Krabappel have an affair." Hurry up! <laughs> what is it? Spit it out. So the church wife. We need the context. <laughs> yeah. Raises the concern. We shouldn't be having, quote, S-E-X in front of the C-H-I-L-D-R-E-N. Oh, my Lord. And then Krusty the Clown jumps out and says, Sex Cauldron. I thought that place closed down. (laughs) So I pull up the clip to show Matt, and he's like, you got to lead in. You have to use that. I'm like, oh, my God. It proves if she's a real fan or not. So, you know, I muster up the courage, and I just drop sex cauldron i thought that place closed down not only did i get a warning from tinder saying that the the language might have been a little too offensive but the shame of not having response made me panic on match with her as of yesterday after a week of silence so a week a week Oh my oh, God! You fucking fool! I, I want you, and you know, as your life progresses, <laughs> to appreciate yeah. the the art of reflection and looking back on choices you've made and thinking, why did that lead to the thing that it did? <laughs> what did we learn? This oh time? no, I no, I understand, and I'm at peace with it. What I'm more <laughs> like, kind of kicking myself with it. 
is that my buddy Matt will always like give me this aggressive advice that I normally don't like about, you know, like trying to pick up a woman or trying to start a conversation. And I was like, you know what? I'm feeling good. I'm going to listen to him today. And man, I understand why I don't listen to him. Uh, love him to death. But I would say the moral of this podcast and probably the season going forward is Matt is an idiot. I've never met Matt, but can just <laughs> can just say that straight out. So all Matts are idiots. All Matts are idiots. <laughs> no, he he's not. He's not only a friend; he's a life coach. So I can't call him an idiot. <laughs> <Life but. coach. laughs> well, that explains a hell of a lot. That explains everything. I got to be a different person in Maine than I am, you know, elsewhere. So <laughs> there's the Tinder story. The only other thing I was going to to bring up is uh, Jose has not compiled his. Um, punishment yet so at some point he's going to start losing draft picks uh so just want to remind it's my fault if he doesn't provide the necessary material by draft day he will forfeit his right to draft and will auto pick no wow that is tough all right i like it gotta start somewhere because we gotta start cracking down because i'm sick of like these and yes i'm so glad you're on this roach because very much this applies to you of last place finishers not abiding by the rules of their punishments or even doing them. It's a personal stand I have about frat boy mentality. Again, I could spend a whole episode on it. Please this don't. isn't frat boy mentality. You this entered into threat. an accord and you're following the rules. <laughs> you agreed on Just them. like a frat. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. When I, joined the, when I joined this league, there was no, like, paddle shaming last place punishment. There's not paddle shaming. You just need to be – you just need to be – you need to atone for your sins of being bad at fantasy. <laughs> you have full control of whether the punishment happens to you. This is Don't circular dislogic. Circular dislogic. I'm, I, I retire from this conversation. And I think that's a good place to retire this podcast. Uh, it's been a great premiere. God. <laughs> but moment of silence for Dustin who's got to edit this thing. <laughs> no, he's had worse. He has had worse. He's totally had <laughs> but worse. thanks, Dustin. Love you. That's true. We haven't even hit two hours yet, so we're doing pretty good. Yeah. It's been uh, good to be back. I hope everyone has enjoyed what probably amounts to 20 minutes of fantasy football talk uh, that's not relevant to this fantasy team, uh, the fantasy league. Um, we'll be back throughout the year, probably only a couple times. Um, please <laughs> wow. rate, review, comment, uh, or if you want to come in. Tell us how to do better. Oh, Jeff's making his way to the top. I know. I was trying to keep going so that I could just stop and then hear it. Oh, no. I have to plug in. Oh my god, I'm gonna lose my battery. Oh shit. Alright. Hurry up, hurry up. Say goodbye. Bye. Cheap beer boys. See you on Sunday. <laughs>